This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com, where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can find your collection. Nope, you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos, all the tools you need to feed your beard. Not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? From your own face, typically. Now, you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well. But if you are a person who has great facial hair, Detroit Beer Collective is the one to help you out. I'll tell you what, I may not be able to grow facial hair, but I sure as hell can appreciate it. That's right. And you know what I can do? What? Spend money. That's right. You go on DetroitBeerCollective.com. If you spend $25 or more, you can use the offer code MCGAMING and get 20% off your order. That's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Uh, oh, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. It's That's, okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to The Legend of Retro. My name is Chops. My name is Chops. No, it's your name I was giving you. I was giving the background harmonies. Oh, oh the echo. Yeah. Sorry. Welcome to Legend of Retro. This is Chops. And this is Xander. Where we talk about some retro games. We do. That we like. We tell we legends. Played, that we're not ex- experts about. Not even a little bit. Nope. Um, and this week. But we sure act the part. <laughs> one of us more than the other. Yeah. That's a knock on myself. Anyways. So this week I bring to you. To the table. To the table. Like a cat brings a dead mouse to its owner. Yep. A retro Look what the game. cat dragged in by Poison, released 1989. No, I don't know if that's true. That's actually, not what we're talking about. You can look it up. I will. Uh, Legend I'm of ca- Retro Hair Metal. Okay, I'm here to talk about Breath of Fire Four. Okay, Breath of Fire Four. I've never played Breath of Fire Four. Have you ever played Breath of Fire? Yes. Have you ever played Breath of Fire Two? No. Have you ever played Breath of Fire Three? Yes. Have you ever played Breath of Fire Four? No. Have you ever played Breath of Fire 5? No. Have you ever played Breath of Fire 6? No. I don't know if there's six of them. There are. There are, actually. Okay. I looked that up. I didn't know that. Anyways, Breath of Fire 1986. 4. 1986. Oh, God. Look with the cat dragon with, I want action tonight. Satisfaction. All right. I think those are the words. You're not a poison guy? Uh, I mean, I, I I'm like not really. It. My brother I was. I don't know the songs that well. Uh, Action tonight. 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 Anyways, let's get on track. Tonight, I'm going to rock you tonight. Shut up. I can't. (laughs) Shut your face. Okay, done. Breath of Fire 4, released in the year 2000. Y2K is a thing. I see you smirking. Yeah, there you are. Anyway, hide my face. Released November twenty eighth in North America. Yep. by Capcom. Yep, people know them. Yep, Capcom is a thing. PS one and PC. Um, it came out in sorry PC in two thousand three in Japan, and then in um, and then in Europe as well. In the Europe, 
in the Europe. It was the best sold game of July of 2000. You know, I thought you said it was released in November. Uh, yeah, but it was the best sold game in July. Okay. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Wow, my notes are real bad. <laughs> Three months before the game was wow. released, it was the best-selling game. Maybe in Japan. Maybe. Maybe that's where my notes were wrong. See, we're not experts. Anyways, the reason why I wanted to highlight 2000, though, is that was a really, really big yeah, year it was. of games. Can you name other games released in the year 2000? I'm glad you asked. Uh, Final Fantasy IX? Correct. Uh, Legend of Mana? I didn't list that here, but sure. Yep. Chrono Cross? Okay. Vagrant Story? Yep. Threads of Fate? Yep. Um, Chocobo Dungeon Two. Um, you're missing it. No, a, a pretty big one here. Um, what else came out in 2000? You love this game. 2000. What do I love? It in is 2000? a cartridge-based uh, game. Okay. So Nintendo 64. Correct. Right. War Gods. Nope. No, that was like 97. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. Paper Mario. Oh yeah, no, Paper Mario's great. Paper Mario. Yeah. So you have so some that I also listed, Deus Ex. Deus Ex, yeah. Whatever. Uh Diablo two, Dragon Quest seven, and mm-hmm. Mega Man Legends two. Yep. So this was an action packed RPG year. Yeah, this is this is tough competition and the fact that it was sold so well before it was even released. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Sometimes I make mistakes, okay? Anyways. Now, is Breath of Fire an RPG game? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was adjusting my stash. It is a role-playing game, so to combat with, like, Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that it even did as well as it did, to yeah, be honest that's, with you. Um, because it, it was November, wasn't it? It, wasn't, it was in November, yeah. It was late in 2000, and it even got... It, it made it to the best list of um, Sony's and it was re-released in September 2002 at a reduced price mm-hmm. um, so it, it sold well and I would say that it's probably a really really popular game Breath of Fire 3 um, for those of you that don't know came out on the PlayStation as well and that um, was on was it on a different system too or no Breath of Fire 3 do you know Breath of Fire 3 was on was on PlayStation just PlayStation as far as, as, far as I know um, but that game almost ruined the Breath of Fire series for me. Because really? Was, you didn't like 3? No. I loved 3. Okay. And that is the game that, when my memory card wiped itself. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And I lost it all. So I almost never played a Breath of Fire because yep. of it. But anyways, <clears throat> uh, again. but uh, So yes, it's a RPG game. It Role-playing has game game. A, shut up. <laughs> it has <laughs> recurring characters slash themes. So you have a character whose main name is Ryu. Ryu. And there's always a Princess Nina who is a mm-hmm. flying she got wings. She kind of looks like an angel. Yeah. And there's always some sorts of dragons involved. In right. Cuz so Ryu himself Ryu is a dragon. Surprise cuz Ryu actually means dragon. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Anyways, Ryu, yes, is a dragon, so he can shapeshift into dragons. He's a, he's a typically a blue-haired right gentleman, right. Sometimes a silent protagonist, usually. And he is awesome. He uses swords. Yeah, Ryu is pretty rad. And then you got Nina, who's like your magic wielder, who's his like love Big interest. Deal. Um, it's a girl, and she's pretty cool too. It's a girl in a video game in in the nineties. Who cares? But here's the deal: Breath of Fire Cookie Four. Cutter. Did some unique things. It sure did. So, Breath of Fire 4, in kind of 
in that era of games, there was a lot of like experimentation in three dimensional kind of space. So like tactics, for example, Final Fantasy Tactics in the PlayStation used a pretty good uh, idea of three dimensional space within the confines of a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, this kind of did something similar to that too. You had the ability to on the maps when you're moving the character in like the different stages, you could rotate the camera. So there is 360 degrees so that you can like rotate it the world and you'll find hidden items and hidden different paths to get through that level and each character had a thing that interacted with the world as well which kind of helped you needing to rotate the map so Nina for example could fly up in the air and you get kind of like a like a sky shot mm-hmm. of the level um, you had Ryu who could swipe his sword so that you could cut down things you had Cray, who's like this big cat guy. He Cray? He uses a big stick. Okay. Like Imagine like taking a log, mm-hmm. cutting a handle down into one part of it, but leaving the log part just looking like a log. Yeah. That's what he uses. Okay. Uh, he can smash things. There's some other characters that can run into stuff. So you had this really cool interaction with the environment that allowed you to... It, it felt... It felt like there was more without there being more. I kind of, I th- kind of think like, yeah. you, know, you know, what I mean? Because it's you're just rotating a camera. It's there, but you just don't see it. So I, I like that idea of that implementation of the 3D world. Oh my gosh, stop just it! Making noises, man. Stop making noises. It's okay. Anyways, so to kind of give you a backstory of this game, there is literally so there's a story before the game story. Yeah. Of where, in a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you would last for that. Yep. Oh, man. I felt, felt really good. I'm done. That's been this the is episode. an audio podcast. That's uh, been the episode. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, basically, there's a story of a big war that happened before the game takes place uh, between these different nations, and they summon a god to help them called Faulu. And Faulu, yes, and he basically comes in, but he is uh, not summoned correctly. But they don't really know that at the time. So he comes into this era where there's this like ancient wars, ancient uh, civilizations, and he helps conquer the land and bring peace mm-hmm. by basically killing all his enemies and taking control, like you do. Um, but what happens is that he falls into a slumber because he's imperfect. Because what happened was during the summoning, he still needs to to. Um Absorb the androids? No. the He's not Cell. Oh, okay. He's not Cell. He gets split in two. So the summoning, what happens is it splits his being in two to where Faulu gets sent back sent into that time era. But then Ryu gets sent into the future. So they're one and the same. Okay. And what happens is that he's in a slumber, and then when Ryu comes into the picture in, in that era, then he awakens and sees that the world has changed since he ruled, and he's trying to regain power and his, his self back. Okay. So the whole plot of the game, which is underlined in the beginning, is Ryu is discovered by Nina and Cray. Okay. And you're trying to figure out um, basically where he fits into this whole picture. But the the main story is actually you're helping Cray and Nina rescue her sister, okay, who has been kidnapped, kind of. So so is is uh, is Falu the uh, the white haired gentleman on the cover of the game? Yes. Okay. Yes, he's the white haired gentleman. He lives in like a pyramid where he was sleeping, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what's neat is that as you go through the game with Ryu and you gain your different dragon forms, he gains them as well. Oh, so, okay. so are, do you, are they like spoilers? Do they turn out to be the same dude? Who? Ryu and Faolu. They are the same guy. Oh, yeah. you said that already. Yeah, I already said it. Oops, They're split in two. Um, so there's a cool ending part I'll get to in a little bit. But anyway, so like as you pick up your, these different dragon forms, and so you have uh, different dragon forms, uh, Aura, Kaiser, Wolverine, Behemoth, uh, Myrmidon, and Mutant, or Myrmidon, however you say it. Um, and those are the forms for Ryu. For Faolu, you have Astra, Tyrant, Serpent, and Behemoth. Okay. Um, he doesn't have as many, but you unlock a couple, uh, just mostly because he's stronger than Ryu, because he had been around a little bit longer and kind of grew to power a little bit easier. But it's an RPG game, so it's turn-based. Mm-hmm. So you have a set of three characters up front that you use, and you have the ability to strike down enemies. There's, there can be a ton of enemies on screen, but you can only have three of your characters. Yeah. You do physical attacks, magical attacks, there's debuffs and buffs very similar you know items you can use to attack enemies it's it's very much like a final fantasy game very traditional jrpg so what's, jrpg i didn't say it this time so i don't Japanese know why you rpg say it. game whatever okay. so what's sure. what's neat about this and i think that they should implement this more in in those type of games they should have is as you go through the game you're going to collect more characters on your team so you have a total of 1 2 3 4 5 6 Six or seven? Six characters. Did you remember the lava monster? I forgot six. What? The lava monster. Did you remember the lava monster? There's no lava monster. Are you sure? Yeah, what do you what do you mean by lava monster? The lava monster and the catman. What? There's no lava monster. I'm okay. so confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just I just thought it sounded good to have a lava monster. Are you do are you making this up? I'm so lost now. No, there's ne- I've never played Wrath of Fire 4. Okay, so. good. Jeez. <laughs> I already screwed up once. You don't have to make me feel like I screwed up again. Anyways, there's six characters, but what's neat in the battle scene is that you have your front three and you have a back three that aren't there. Okay. But they're there. And what I mean by that is you can swap out your front character, one of your front characters, with one of your back characters for them to regain health and regain mana, and then you can use that character's next turn to attack and do stuff. So how many characters can you have in the You battle? have six in the party, but you only have three in a battle at a time. Okay. But you can swap them out mid-battle. That's interesting. And you can attack in any order. Okay. So you don't have to choose. There's no, like, speed value cool. there. There's a speed value for, like... Um, the, the enemies and stuff, but there's not really a speed value between the characters. So what's neat is that, that you can have that shared battle where you have a character that uh, is recovering, gaining mana back, all those kinds of things while you're dealing damage with a different character. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty cool because I, I would say one thing that I find, um, and I'm sure you find this too with RPGs, is that you tend to use, stick to like a certain group of characters. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's hard to like, yeah, because they, the get, ones they, they get, get leveled up, up and it's leveled. like, yeah. But what's neat, and they also share experience in this. So as you attack with uh, the main guys, your other guys are still gaining experience as well. Mm-hmm. So you're able to actually, you know, keep them leveled for the most part. They gain a little bit more if they're in the battle, though. But I think it's neat though because it lets you interplay them, especially in hard, hard battles. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing I really liked. And it's you kind of like exp share. Yeah, basically. And uh, another cool aspect of the fighting is that they're in, they introduced it into this one. It's something called combos. So when you have like attacks or attacks that complement each other and you play and you 
choose them in a row, they do better things. So for example, I use Whirlwind, okay, which just creates like a windstorm. Mm-hmm. And then my next character uses Explosion. Right, which so is like the, a fire the whirlwind is now a fire whirlwind. Well, yeah. So what happens is it becomes a, an like an inferno or a typhoon or whatever you want to call it, um, and basically it's like a wind explosion. So um, sort of like uh, dual text and yes, Trigger. yes. And it doesn't work all the time. It works more consistently with with uh, lower level attacks. And then there's items that you can get equip that will allow it to happen more frequently. Uh, but then you can also stack um, attacks on combos. So like, say you have a character that does like a double slash, and then you have another character that does like um, four slashes. Those combine to six and do a little bit extra damage. Okay. Um, but what's neat is there's the move sets for each character are kind of unique, but kind of not. So and I'll explain that. For example, you have a block ability, which in most role-playing games you have that. Yeah, no one ever uses it, though. This game, it encourages it because when you block, you learn enemy attacks. Interesting. So, so sort of like Blue Mage. Yes. So certain characters learn, wild certain, mage, if you want. learn certain attacks off of enemies. So they each can get their own kind of unique sets of skills. Mm-hmm. But what happens is you have like a skill scroll, which will allow you to remove the skill from that enemy or that uh, character, put it in like a general box, and then you can distribute it out to whoever you want. It takes a certain kind of item, a special item that you have to get, but it, it still brings that variety to where like if I'm running these same three characters and I'm only learning these three same moves, but I want to change it up a bit, I can take those skills that they learned, put them on a, old, a different character, bring that character out, and then learn new ske- sets okay. of skills. So uh, that brings variety into it because there's some um, attacks that the enemies have that you'll never learn. Um, and then each character is, is kind of oriented around a magic type. So Cray is very oriented around Earth. So he has like Stone Pillar. Because his name is like Clay. Sure. Um, Nina's more oriented around healing because she's a lady. I don't right. know. I'm just, yeah. I'm she's, just a, she's a female RPG character don't in the bite, 90s. Yeah. Don't bite my head off. No, um, it's just a it's just like a state. It really is. Like, there is it's a, not like you made the game. No. There is Ursula, though, who is a – she's a – you know what a kitsune is? Kitsune. The name, the word sounds familiar, but I, I, I've got nothing. It's like a creature with, like, big ears and a tail. And okay. like humanoid. Okay. Uh, she uses guns. So that's not magic. She uses guns and she uses like fire based moves, explosive oh, okay. stuff. So she's a little bit Demolitions more of, expert. A, of a BA, you know what I mean? Like Badger. Yes. From Fantastic Sure. Mr. There's Urshin, who's like a robot. Who has and he fists. uses electricity power. Fists. Uh, no, a little bit of everything. Uh, but his fists uh, fly off him and punch people. Oh, cool. Rocket punch. Yes. There's actually, a, I think, a move called that. And um, it'd be a waste to have removable fists and not call it rocket punch. Right. Anyways, punch. so there is also armor and weapons and stuff you can equip, which do different things, you know, different, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for rocket punching me. It just shoots off yep. my fist like mm-hmm. that. Yep, yep. Are we good? Are we good? Here, just reaction. I'm sorry, hang on, I gotta announce the move. Rocket punch. Ouch, that hurt. Come on. That hurt bad. You're the worst. You're the worst. Obviously not. I have rocket punch. Okay. Anyways, so you can equip different weapons. Double rocket punch. Oh my god! I hate you so much. I'm gonna quit this. <laughs> quit. Quit. <clears throat> quit. Quit. Anyways, different weapons that do different things and help increase different abilities and cause different status effects. Blah 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 blah. You mm-hmm. happy? There. God. 
Can I keep going now? Yeah, no, I'm just waiting. You're just waiting. Okay, yep. Just waiting on me. Anyways, so in Breath of Fire 4 also, there's... Don't even rocket punch me. There is also secondary <laughs> things problem. you can do in, in the overworld map. You can fish. Yeah. So you can go fishing. Which is a staple in the Breath of Fire series. Yeah, you can actually... So you collect fish and you can trade them in for items that you're harder to get or you can't get. Um, trade in for money, kind of things like that. Eat them, if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cause different status effects or replenish you in different ways. You can also... I think they added it in this one too. You can build a village. A village, you say? A fairy village where there's fairies and they farm. And they Why not dragons? Because they're fairies. Okay. No idea. All right. They're these little fairies that you basically, it's almost like a mini Animal Crossing. You okay, you've like got plot, my attention. You choose like plots of land. They'll clear it out. You can build a put a building in there of a certain type. They'll, you have, they have like stats that are more inclined towards different jobs. Mm-hmm. So some are good for hunting, some are good for building, and some are good for running stores. Um, and you can assign them based on their in, in, in hate, innate wow innate stats, and then they'll get better at that, and then they'll help that thing do better as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can give like a weapon shop, an item shop, a staff shop. You can have a lotto, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um like a lottery like for a, the fairies? Yeah, there's like a lottery area. Um, there's like an inn. So there's different things in this different wor- in this other world where you can kind of help uh, get some better items early on in the game or you know be able to get yeah. them whatever you want. Um, and it's kind of neat. I didn't play it too much just because you can beat the game pretty easily if, if you just stick to it. It's a little bit longer of a game. I think I had like about 30 or 40 hours into it. But... You can uh, you can take advantage of those fairies in, in good ways for weapons and items, but you don't necessarily have to put your time into it. And I gotta clear my throat, so take over. Do it. Um, so having played more Breath of Fire one um, than anything else, really, um, I I have a friend of mine, Craig, who chimes in with this show every Craig. once in a while, uh, who loved Breath of Fire three, and as much as he loves Earthbound, probably puts Breath of Fire three in his top five RPGs of all time. Um, and this might completely derail from what you're going, but it is a question I was going to ask you. Where, how did you feel about Breath of Fire Four as a as a whole? Like, did you play the full series? Are you a, a huge Breath of Fire guy? Uh, I've played one, but not to completion because it came out on the Game Boy Advance. Yep, that's where I played it too. Um, I played two a little bit, but I played a, a lot of three and four. Three is my favorite. Even though I didn't get to finish it, I would love to go back and play it. Yeah. Four I liked more because that was one of the first RPGs of the series that I um, was a little bit older when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I felt a little bit better, you know, than I was before on video games. So I felt more, like, driven to complete it. And so I've played it before and I beat it again recently. So I would say three though is the more enjoyable enjoyable story. Yeah, four is is a cool like political kind of struggle with some like moral problems in it as well with like summoning gods and there's like a uh, like the they try to make their own gods by they like they made this really messed up character into a god by like sacrificing people to it. But then it just became this giant, like, serpent glob and, like, mutated, and it just wanted to be killed. Hmm. Like, it just, like, said, kill me, basically. So it was kind of depressing. But anyways, uh, I, I, getting back to your question, 
three is awesome. Three mm-hmm. is really, really good. The story's great. The the environment of the world. There's a whole desert desert area that you try to navigate, and it's like a, a maze. Um, the characters, even though there's you know you have your stapled characters that move throughout the series, it's there's so much to it that I I just I don't know. I really like three. Yeah. Um. You so you should play three. Yeah. That's one of For those sure. games I've been meaning to go back and play to completion because I have played it before. Um. But I I'm, I kind of get weird with like my my wanting to play series even though I know there's not like an overlying story that goes to yeah. each one of them like no I need to play them all before I get to this one and that kind of ruined me from playing a lot of games you don't yeah you don't need to really do that for this one I know that now um yeah deal with it so Breath of Fire four though is pretty easy to get into it's not as full fledged as three you can feel that. Yeah. You can feel there's a little bit of story missing from it. It just kind of feels like some of the levels are long to be long. Um, and they they can be a little bit more difficult than they need to be. But there's also a plus mode afterwards. So after you oh, beat new the game, game plus? Cool. you can go through and with a new game plus as your character at the same level and skills that the enemies are harder. Um, and there's also special, special weapons that you can get that you can only get from the final boss. Mm-hmm. So, like, you steal them from him, and then you aren't able to use them really until the next save file. Um, but I would recommend this game a lot. I, I, I For the PlayStation 1, you can get it on your Vita. You can get it on the PSN store. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, and I wanted to... It's going to be kind of a spoiler, so I hope that's okay. It is. Is that okay? 17 years old almost. It's okay. So it's okay. Um... At the end of the game, there's two endings. Yeah. You know about this? No. So, spoiler alert. So, I guess before we get into this, and maybe you mentioned it and I wasn't paying the most attention, um, Faulu mm-hmm. is like a separate character that you play as, right? Sort of. Like so, you, kind you, of you transition, you flip between the two, but not as much as Ryu, but there is moments where you play so as So, is Faulu also the main uh, antagonist of the game? You don't know that until later on. So your main antagonist is a is an, a um, government slash empire yeah. that you're going against that has captured Nina's sister. Mm-hmm. And then you come to find out that they're doing all these other horrendous things and that mm-hmm. they're causing all this pain and destruction around the world. And then you find out also that it's because of them trying to gain the power of the gods, right. which brought Ryu there, which is why Faulu was summoned back in the day, which is why he's awake now. Oh, okay. So he kind of screws them all up, beats them all, and then it's time to destroy him. Gotcha. Sorry, so the ending, you were saying. Yes, so the game gives you three uh, or two options. You fight Faulu with your group and you defeat him, mm-hmm. or you join him and you become one. Okay. What's neat about the joining him and becoming one is it doesn't just end the game. You actually fight your team as oh. as the new whole god. Wow. So, so you lose Ryu? You be- well, so Ryu combines into him, and then he becomes like a gold-haired Ryu, which is kind of okay. like Dragon Ball Z. Right. But you end up fighting them in what whatever moves you have. Okay. With the combined, which is kind of neat. Like, so it's like an optional hard mode boss. Uh, kind of, but you like, you get game over after. You oh, beat okay. Them. Like, oh, you, so you, you lose. It, that's the bad ending. That's the bad ending. Okay. So you combine with him, and then you fight your team, and you lose. And then you start over from your safe file from right before then, and you get to do it the right yeah. way. But I thought that was kind of neat. Like, yeah. like, like some games, they do have you have those bad endings, and then it just ends, and you see it play out for yeah. you, and you're, before you. This, you actually inflict the pain and destroy them all. Yeah. Wow. So I, I kind of like that idea of it. Um, one thing I wanted to see here real quick, there was a few like things that they changed. There were some like 
and you know this, in Japan, there's a little bit more of a leniency on some uh, some types of sexual content. Mm-hmm. So they took out a few bits of things where, like, you walk in on one of the characters in, like, a bathtub or shower area and some other weird, you know, japanese stuff. Yeah. So it, there's some weird translation things coming from Japan to America, but otherwise the game stays pretty true to the whole the whole uh, version of it from over there. Like I said, you do fishing, you can do the fairy village. There is this item trade yeah. that takes place of like these different types of metallic balls. So like an iron or steel or lead and things like that. And eventually you trade it up to a specific item that you can use. I'm trying to remember exactly which item that was. Um, but I think it's an item for a master, which I forgot to explain. There's masters in this. I totally okay. forgot about that. Sorry. Did you know about this? No. Like I said, I've never played this one. Good. There are masters you can train under that teach you specific skills. So they're um, they're they're optional, obviously, but certain ones you have to find at certain times and throughout the game. Um, and when you assign them to that person and you go do those items or do those tasks, then they award you with a skill, and then you can master you can master the master and get all the skills and then transition to the next one. And that's another way you can learn different abilities and items or different attacks for your characters as well. So there's there's a good amount of variety. There isn't any stats. That you put out, they just, you know, get basic leveled on their own. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, overall, I love the game. Definitely recommend it. Take some time to play it. I would say play this one and then play three because you will enjoy three more, but you'll yeah, you'll love the uh, – I guess I don't know. I would say play four, then three. Really? Yeah. There's mechanics in four that are cool – but aren't necessarily contribute to the whole experience of the game. Yeah. Whereas three just does a really good job of what it has. Yeah. And I, I would recommend, yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, play four before you play three, so you can kind of get the introduction to the game. It's a really easy. It, it's a pretty easy game to play. One and two, it's like playing Final Fantasy original. Yeah. It's, it's not it's that fun, great. It's good. Like it's, it, it's it does enough to get you through, but the whole time, especially after like to try to play it after you've experienced three, is like. Yeah, like you said, it's like going back and playing older Final Fantasies after playing later Final Fantasies. Yeah. There's, like, the nostalgia to it. There's, like, the... You want you want to play it because it's historical, but at the same time, like, oh, man, this is... I'm, you can definitely understand where, where they evolved and how they did it. <laughs> right. And I still tried to force myself the way, a good uh, way through, and I got pretty far, but I never finished it. Through, through, through one? Through the original, yeah. Yeah. I didn't play it too much just because it was it was difficult. Like I, I haven't beaten original Final Fantasy either. Yeah, I haven't just, either. I don't know what to do in that game without a walkthrough, <laughs> which is bad. Right, and that kind of defeats the purpose of a role play. It's right. just like save the princess, go for it. You figure out how to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's your job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this game's great. I on a scale of like you know on an eight bit scale, I'd give it like an eight. No, an eight. Uh, no, sorry, uh, a six. Yeah. I really enjoyed this game. It's, it's, uh, it felt so good to get my JRPG fix from this recently. Yeah, like I played I Am Setsuna, and then I played this game, and I just it felt good to have that fix because I've been yeah. missing it so much lately. Um, 
and it, like I said, it's not very, it's not super difficult, but you'll enjoy it with the variety there is, and the and the story is good. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's good. And then there's so many other things that you can do in it that may change it up for you. So the, yeah. the fishing aspect is really fun, and, and you buy lures, you buy fishing line, you buy rods, like it's all sorts of like unique items and stuff that you equip. So yeah. And the series kind of took a turn for the worse after this game, um, mm-hmm. or some some would even argue after three, just because. Three was so like good. Like I said, yeah, three was was really good. Um, and not to take anything away from four, but uh, Dragon Quest Five came out for uh, Dragon the, Quest Five. Dragon, sorry, there's dragons everywhere. Breath of Fire Five. There you go. Uh, Dragon Quarter. So it's Dragon Q something. Okay, it's, you can right. understand. I don't my, think you need to specify dragon in a Breath well, of Fire game. Well, well the, his the name the full, is Dragon. The full title is Breath of Fire colon Dragon Quarter. It's a dumb title. Yeah. Uh, was the was released on PlayStation Two in two thousand two. Um, to not so great. I mean, it, ha- it got decent reviews, but it just it just was such a departure from the original way that the series was going. And then Breath of Fire Six is a mobile game, mobile only. Oh, and in Japan, and has Japan not only. gotten very good reviews. Well, that's, that's why because it's a mobile game. It shouldn't yeah. be a mobile game. Uh, but Breath of Fire Four actually got some pretty decent reviews. Uh, EGM uh, back in the day call- gave it a seven point five out of ten. Uh, Famitsu, 31 out of 40. Game Informer, 8.5 out of 10. Game Pro, solid 5 out of 5. Nice. Uh, and then everywhere else, just it's you know it's pretty consistent, like great but not perfect. Yeah, and that, that's you can definitely see that in the game. Yeah. Um, and then Dragon Quest V, like I said, is, is getting around. Dragon Quest V? I'm going to do it every single time. Breath, Breath of Fire, Fire 5. 5. There you go. Dragon Quarter. Uh, <laughs> you can just forget the Dragon Quarter no, part. No, because that's what trips 5. me up. Just say the Breath of Fire 5 part. No, I won't do oh, that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Breath of Fire 6. Uh, yeah, it was released Beat last year. February 2016. Ugh. Uh, mobile Just make only. a new one for the Switch, and then um, it'll be bought. Yep. So. Ooh, what if they came out with a new Breath of Fire game before they came out with a new Metroid for the Switch? I mean, it How wouldn't be. You think it Grimm wouldn't would be too so surprising, upset. just because it's Capcom versus Nintendo. Man, they'd be so. He'd be so mad. I don't think he would care. He'd be so mad. In fact, I asked him. I I was like, "Hey, he man, you didn't ask him. Don't I, be a liar." No, I said, no "Hey, a liar." Like, does anybody have any thoughts on on Breath of Fire Four? And no Grim was the only one responding. I said, "What is Breath of Fire? Tell me about the game. I own like three of them and have never played." No one likes a liar. So I don't think he would care. No one likes a liar. So. That's that's that. So play Breath of Fire four. Do it, and then play Breath of Fire three. Tell Xander to play them both right now. Yes. All right. So that's been. This, Speaking this of things we up. play, it's yeah. time for retro relapse, I believe. Oh, here we go. Here's retro, retro relapse. I don't even think we need the the thing. That was solid. That was. Uh, that's probably like the one time we're ever gonna get that. Right? Yeah, it's true. Uh, so for retro relapse today, uh, our good friend the glitch left left us a game to try out uh, called Winback Covert Operation. Yes, you have it over there. Put in that system. Put in that Pikachu. Look at that Did Pikachu. Winback Covert dun, Operation. Dun, dun, dun. Pikachu. <laughs> Winback Covert Operation was published by Koei, which also did uh, Guitar Man, a game that's very close to my heart. Koei! Developed by Omega Force, released in September of 1999 for the Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. PlayStation 2, yes. and is also on the PlayStation Network. That's correct. Um, it is a covert operation game. Surprise, yep. surprise. It's right there in the title. Um, it's yep. a third-person shooter, mm. so you're kind of behind the shoulder, which I found to be a little bit tough. 
um, as I was trying to shoot things and could not see where I was aiming due to my body being in the way. Which, um, as soon as I started to play, um, you just choose just, the aim and it auto aims. Yeah, I uh, I gave you the controller. I played uh, after, much better after than I you. well after I'd played through the tutorial. Yeah, and then uh, I tried to figure out the controls because I tried to switch it because it starts off inverse controls, which is just it's perfect. bugaboo number perfect. one. Inverted controls are great. So I switched it, and then bugaboo once, number one. Yeah, bugaboo number one. Uh, and then I, it doesn't really say like invert Y axis. It's like camera control normal or reverse. And you don't really realize that you're changing these things. So when I there's like no, sight that makes control, sense to me. No, sight control, control and camera control. Yeah, sight control is where you're aiming. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I don't in know the heat of the moment, when I've got it. dudes shooting at me in the face with a shotgun, it pauses the game. What? When you change those things, it pauses I was the game. I was in a really intense situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. So I switched camera control to reverse, thinking, okay, well, if this is normal, then reverse obviously is the way I want. Nope. That changed it to where if I hit the C buttons, because we played it on Nintendo 64, if I hit the right C button, it would pan the camera left. Is that why it was stuck like that? You yeah. You still had that on? Oh, I was trying I to figure told you, that I out. I tried to tell you to change it. I was trying to figure it out. That's not not so easy, huh? You had the game paused. It was stopped. You could have... It makes perfect sense. No, it's I was reverse trying to figure out why control. it was like that because I looked at it and I was like, "Why did Xander do this?" Because I, I was trying to figure it out. Like, it's because you're dumb. I just thought all the all the controls were wonky. This and is I, why you're terrible at shooters. It's true. I am not great at shooters. I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> no, fight me. Fight me, please. I will fight in a fighting game, which I'm much better at. Uh, I will lose hands down. Um. So I played through the tutorial because I figured if I'm going to jump into this, it's going to be all sorts of confusing, and uh, the tutorial was fun. The real game was fun. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I the guy. We didn't name, put enough time as much time as we probably could have. But what we was were also, his name? Uh, Jean Luc. Jean Luc Picard. No, Good job, Jean Luc. You are doing very well. Thanks, Sam. There was a guy who was. Uh, I had a great time shooting those bad that guys. Was the, that was what we had the most fun with. Was making Chops, voices. Yeah, Chops was addressing to the new studio, and uh, I was just playing. <laughs> On my own, going through the and every time you do something right, the guy, the guy who's like leading you through, goes, "Good job, Jean Luc. You're doing very well." And I gave him like this weird, like French Canadian accent, I guess, and uh, or like French Russian, like a weird, yeah, right. And they would be doing things and like <laughs> off the corner, "Good job, Jean Luc. You're doing very well." Oh. <laughs> and then Thanks, I started the actual ca- game. <laughs> Thanks, Captain. I had a great And there was time. this big opening cinematic, and I'm the only one watching this. I'm not, I'm across the room. Uh, I don't know. What's can't going even on. see the TV. But I'm like doing the voices for everything, <laughs> and you were reacting perfectly with what's going on. I really hope I was. I didn't. I couldn't see it at but all. But you gave the same voice to like six different characters. Oh, I didn't know there were six characters. Yeah. I only thought there was one. Well, the text goes by so fast that I couldn't read the names of the people and give you a heads oh, up because okay. I would have missed certain chunks. Gotcha. That was the one gripe I had with this game, especially going through the tutorial. Like if I turned my head for a second to see what was happening somewhere else, I would completely lose uh, any kind of semblance of what I was supposed to be doing. Um, but it wasn't bad. The controls were tight once you figured them out. Tight. Uh, the rolling, tight. the rolling was a lot of fun. Uh, the there rolling was, was dumb. You didn't. Really, I like. I used it. Do it. I felt like a pro when I was you using didn't it. Didn't really need to do a it. A lot of the if old Nintendo sixty four games, when you try to do those those uh, barrel rolls. kind of barrel rolls or just like somersaults or whatever, it feels clunky. Well, just don't do it. Just hide behind cover and kill the guys, and you're good. No, I needed to. I needed to be fancy. Did you know you could change weapons? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, you didn't tell it. me that part when I took it. I'm like, oh, that's you because a I I didn't think we had any weapons at the beginning. Your handgun's unlimited, so that's cool. Yeah, but that's your good. shotgun and your submachine gun run, run out of ammo. Well, but you find clips on the ground. Yeah. Did you know you that? You find magazines on the ground. It doesn't tell you what kind well, of magazines. You find just... magazines for the gun that is not a shotgun. Because right. Be I thought I was just like finding like. It'll be shells. 
an issue of uh, and then guns and ammo. Oh god, no! And then you can find C four. Yeah, you can pick up health. Um, there were snipers. The, all the guys were generic military people. Yeah. And then there was like a puzzle area where I'm at where you had to shoot these sensors to turn off these laser grids. Yep. Is that in the training? Yep. Oh. So. So I bet you that whole game is just that. <laughs> yep. Probably. A lot of that. Terrorist group called the Crying Lines take control of the space-based the laser weapon. Crying Lines. Really? This is used to attack a military installation housing the controls of no, the weapon wait. called the Gulf System. The, the Crying Lines... Lions are yeah. attacking the Gulf system. Yes. The leader of the terrorists calls himself Colonel Kenneth Coleman. Wait, secret- wait, wait, wait. He calls himself Kenneth Coleman? Apparently. Or is that his name? He calls himself, <laughs> maybe he just calls himself Colonel. <laughs> he's, he's, and he's he's actually like oh, private man. Kenneth Coleman, oh. but he's tricked everybody. But he's like, hey. The Secretary of Defense contacts the special covert action team. Action team? Action. <laughs> Which uh, is an acronym SCAT. So you're SCAT agents. You're poop agents. Uh, I'm going to look at this manual. The Secretary of Defense contacts the SCAT <laughs> with their orders. Enter the Gulf Complex and reclaim it. Jean-Luc Cougar is part of the team. Cougar? And the last to escape the helicopter being shot down. Could have just kept his name Jean-Luc. The player takes control of Jean-Luc as he leaps a wall and enters the parking lot. The team is scattered throughout a complex, and you must find them and destroy the satellite Ooh, center here you go. before the Gulf satellite laser can recharge you, and fire again. Would you like me to read the preamble to the game, and that's in the manual? Do I? In that voice that I just did? Hey! Yeah. The heavens blaze! The Center for Space Development was suddenly hit with a highly concentrated energy beam. Now only a barren wasteland marks the spot where the proud complex once stood. In minutes, news of the destruction reached the Department of Defense. Some outside force had ex- accessed Gulf, a top-secret strategic weapon satellite in orbit, and fired it without mercy. The Secretary of Defense gathered his advisors, but had little con- advisors. Advisors, but had little confidence. Is that part of the auction team? Advisors, but had little confidence in their ability to deal with the worst-case scenario beginning to unfold. The Secretary's worst fears were soon confirmed. Reports that an unknown agency had successfully intra- 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 infiltrated and seized the secret base at West Ham were pouring in. Pouring in. I'm, I'm ad-libbing, if you can't tell. Aside oh, from- I thought that was in the book. <laughs> Aside from the now-defunct Center for Space Defe- Deve- Development, the base at West Ham is the only location from which the Gulf system can be activated. As reports of the damage flooded the Department of Defense... The secretary received a message from Kenneth Coleman, the leader Colonel. of the terrorist group Colonel Kenneth the Crying Coleman. Lions. He just says, just says Kenneth Coleman. As Coleman Rocket explained punch. the reason for the attack, the secretary was faced with the awful realization that the Crying Lions were not open to any negotiations. They wanted freedom from their homeland. They were homeland. too busy crying, guys. They wanted freedom from their homeland, Zarzosia. Z-A-R-O-Z-C-I-A. I don't know. <laughs> it would stop nothing to attain it. There were there are only three hours until the Gulf satellite is powered up and ready to fire again. The secretary knows he has only one card left to play. He this orders. This is a very long. He orders the this scat wasn't even team that long in the to intro. mobilize their orders, infiltrate the base at West Ham, and retake control of the Gulf satellite. That's it. That's all I got. 
Good. There are two endings of this game, a good and a bad one. Yeah. Uh, one of them is good, the other one's bad. Oh, like you become a good guy and you become Probably. a bad guy? Maybe. So it and it depends on how long it takes you to get through and win. So I'm assuming this is this is probably very similar to uh, what was the game we played last time? Stealth, hostage, or hostage. whatever. Yeah, escape, escape was it? I, I remember the the like the official name was hostage. Whatever. Anyway, it seems a lot like that. Where yeah, depending on how it's a it's probably a fairly short game, but depending on how long you you go through how long it takes you to go through the game, you get a good or a bad ending. Uh, but overall, this game wasn't bad. Like it, like I said, the controls were were good. Um, aside from the fact that you couldn't see where your cursor was, so you had to rely on the auto lock. You could see it. Yeah, but not if your body was in the way. Ooh, here's a, here's some names: Jean Luc Cougar. I I know. Lisa Roberts. Yep. Daniel Stewart. Yep. Law Bruford. <laughs> yep. Jake Hudson. Matthew yep. Brown, which coincidentally is a black man. Uh, Michael Hawkins. Thomas Smith, Stephen Legal, Stephen Legal, and yep. Keith Birdie. Yep, these are great names. Yep, it sounds like the developers just put their own names in it. Like, oh, it let's complete- give a sweet yeah. last name, so you can be Birdie, you can be Law, <laughs> and you're still gonna be Steve, though. You're still gonna be Brown. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We'll we'll call you Matt to not be racist. Oh boy. Uh, but I would say I'd give this a solid no five. I didn't love it. But it, got, yeah, it was it enough that I, I would definitely give it another shot when I had a little more time to play around on it. Yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was a nice change of pace from the typical, I think, 64 games. Yeah. There, I don't remember. 64 is think. kind of one of those weird things, especially as you go back. Like, you're either going to get some gems or you're going to get some really bad, like, look at this is 3D, guys. Well, then, was there many third-person shooters in 64? Not that I recall. I mean, like Resident Evil. Um, yeah, but that was a port, wasn't it, from the PlayStation? Yeah. I mean, like original. Like I'm thinking, GoldenEye was not. That was the first person. Right. Perfect Dark was not. Right. Um, first person shooters really kind of blew up in that time. Though, yeah. So. so like to have this third person, which actually handled well. Yeah. Surprisingly. Aside from the fact that you couldn't see through your body. It, well, you just have it to didn't know give how you to, kind of like over the shoulder kind of look. To know how to play the game. I guess it seems kind of dumb to have to rely on lock-on controls though. No, that's all. The, that's all. Sixty-four games were. No, GoldenEye was wasn't. Well, except for GoldenEye, but like Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark wasn't. Did, yeah, you just, when you uh, click, you can have the auto lock. It had the auto adjust where it auto aimed for you. Yeah, that seems dumb. I mean, in an era where you had one joystick, you kind of needed that. Yeah. I was also the other thing that threw me off was I'm so used to aiming with the left trigger. Or like the left shoulder button that I kept hitting Z, yeah, holding a controller which would let you crouch sides instead of in the middle and on yeah. the side. Yeah, that's a, a weird thing. It was fun. I yeah. I think that if we had played it when it first came out, we probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, and I would. It's definitely something I would. I'd be willing to give another shot when I have more time. But what would you say on the eight bit scale? Uh, I'd give it a five. All right, I, I agree. I concur. You concur. Yes. Perfect. Well, that wraps up our Legend of uh, oh, wow. Retro you Relapse. Did that last time every too. time it gets me wow. every single time. Wow. Wraps up retro. Wow, I almost did it again. That retro wraps up Retro Relapse. Retro Legends. <laughs> Rocket Punch. Oh God, I hate you. That one would have missed. I aimed too high. So we're gonna move on to uh, the last bit of our show before we wrap up, which is our RPG at protagonist bracket tournament extravaganza. Yep. Uh, do you have a character you're going to go with, or do you need a minute to... No, I have mine. Through? It's going right. to be themed on this episode. Themed on this episode? Are you yes. going with Ryu from I'm Breath of Fire? I'm going with Ryu from Breath of Fire. Okay. He is on my list. Funny coincidence that this happened. 
Ryu is sweet because there's many different versions of Ryu throughout the whole game series of Breath of Fire, and he's a dude that turns into a dragon. Okay. That's pretty awesome to me. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with almost a dragon myself and Kid Yoshi from Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. Who? I wasn't listening. Kid Yoshi. Who? Kid Yoshi. I don't know who you're talking about. You probably don't because you could actually name him whatever you wanted. (laughs) What? Yeah, you can you you hatched a, a little Yoshi. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, because you get you get them right around the time you're fighting in Rock the, Hawk in the tournament. Yeah, thing. the 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 fighting like wrestling tournament with yes. Rock Hawk. Rock Hawk is one of my favorite characters. God. Oh god, he's so cool. Uh, but no, Kid Yoshi. Uh, he just is like a scrappy young, like wrestling Yoshi, and that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he has like a, a mohawk. Doesn't yeah, he? he's he's got a diaper and a little mohawk. Yeah, and you can and it's also it's random what color he hatches out as, so it's always different every time you play the mm, game. Okay, I think mine was blue, so I called him Boshi. Real creative there. Yeah, I just I straight up stole that from Mario RPG, which you would know because you've not played Mario RPG. True, I have not played Mario RPG. It's a sad state of affairs. Isn't it Super Mario RPG? Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars is the full title. Mm-hmm. Sort of like uh, Dragon Quest V, Dragon Quarter. You mean Breath of Fire? I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's why I looked you in the eye as I said it. Really? You messed it up so (laughs) well. So well. Uh, So yeah, Kid Yoshi, super awesome. Love the character. Very funny. Uh, I think you also got to ride around on him, even though he was a tiny Yoshi. I think so, too. Uh, But yeah, so that's it. We got Ryu versus Kid Yoshi or Boshi or whatever you want to name him. Ryu's going to slaughter Kid Yoshi. Of course, yeah. See the th- and I like pro- I've been winning this whole time. I mean, I'm yeah. just, just saying. Yep. Because except you keep, for I think I lost the taking like main protagonists, and I just take characters that I really. But like. I think I lost the the one with Ender, right? Uh, I believe so. A lot of people really upset with the fact that it was like a, a game that was released last it's year. It's a retro style game. I know. I defended you. That's all that we were going with. Um, and there was one other one that I won. I don't remember what it was at the moment though. Next episode, we'll uh, we'll take a look and we'll uh, we'll talk about probably what to- not. Probably not. We'll Probably. definitely forget. Cool. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of The Legend of Retro. Uh, don't forget to check us out on our Facebook group, Legend of Retro. Send us an invite. Is It, a clo- it is a closed group yes. uh, currently to block out the spam, uh, but that's where you're going to find your chance to vote on the character brackets. Uh, it's also where you just kind of get in touch with us uh, and anything else Legend of Retro related. Also, check out the GameZilla podcast that is uploaded every Tuesday and is live on Twitch every Monday night at 7, I believe, right? Seven? Something. No idea. Monday at seven. There you go. What else you want to say? I want to thank our sponsor, Detroit the sponsors? Beer Collective. Detroit Beer Collective. Go to DetroitBeerCollective.com. Use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout. Get 20% off your order of $25 or more. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Thank you. Uh, GameZilla Alpha, yep, at least on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it earlier than that. Did you know that? No, how do you get it earlier than that? If you go to Patreon and look up GameZilla Podcast, you can become a Patreon. Oh, hey! You'll be a patron, if you will. Yes, I don't know. a Patreon supporter. Yes, a, a Patreon patron. supporter where you give us dollars and we give you content such as the GameZilla Alpha Podcast, which mm-hmm. is brought to you by our faithful fans of the show. Yeah. So if you want to do that, uh, there are a couple different levels. If you are a Mega Godzilla, we are now giving away triple A titles. Ooh, hot yeah. ticket. Yep, hot, hot ticket. ticket items just for hot supporting items. Them. For, for supporting us. You support us, we get so, you free things. It's so hot. It's so hot to touch. It's true. 
Um, and then we also want to give a huge shout out to Death Mountaineers on YouTube. He's yes. been helping us out with our video content on YouTube. So if you've not already seen some of the stuff that's been posted in the GameZilla and the uh, Legend of Retro podcast pages on Facebook, go to YouTube and check his stuff out. He actually just recently did a Legend of Zelda timeline that you and I both uh, contributed on a little yeah, bit as far as uh, just kind of how the script went and everything. He did so, great, though. With yeah, it. no, it it's really, really well really done. Good. Um, even though I had read the script beforehand, I was still in, uh, just absolutely entranced by what was going on. Entranced. Entranced. Okay. I was eating my Fruit Loops, watching some vids. Oh. <laughs> Eat them Fruit Loops. Eat them Fruit Loops. Watching some vids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gotta get them vids. Yep. So, again, that does it for The Legend of Retro. Uh, check back with us every Thursday on MotorCityGaming.com, which is a website that I'm informed may or may not be for the kids. For the kids. For, for the children. The cheerins. The cherubs. The cherubs. The Kid Yoshis. Vote for Kid Yoshi. Vote for Ryu the Dragon. Okay. Thank you for listening to this week's Legend of Retro. We will see you all next time when the, the legend, legend continues. 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 A reading rainbow. <laughs>